Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Volton Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. This is the holiday hangout episode at the year end here in The Lounge. His dad owns three peacocks. One of them is called Scott and the other two have feathers. <laughs> Scott Walsh is here. Yeah. And and we'll have to hear that uh, story. <laughs> and lastly, this guy has not only mastered the art of Foley in his videos, sometimes he does woodworking. <laughs> Mr. Suman is here. The catheter? <laughs> <laughs> Today we're having a holiday feast, uh, and John with Lincoln Street Woodworking was supposed to bring the food, but he's walking uphill in the snow both ways. <laughs> and I'm hungry. Yeah. Where's my food? Dang it. <laughs> Suman brought his holiday chia pet, and Scott has the clap. I mean, the clapper. And that clapper. is how you know it is the sign Christmas is here. <laughs> clap on. Clap on. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, back in the day, that's that would like literally turn somebody's lights off. Now it's like, hey, Alexa, turn the light right. off. Dad, that's right. Clapper was the first. And I can't say Alexa. it. Alexa. Then my podcast might shut off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Right. We, yeah, we've already had uh, the, the technical glitch there. But uh, <laughs> so, what is this peacock uh, story? Oh, the peacock story? Yeah, yeah. My dad has a bit of a petting zoo, and a part of that petting zoo, he owns three peacocks, mm. I think, and some peahens. Hens. What are well, hens? Well, a cock is a male and a hen is a female. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this. <laughs> that's honestly all I know because that's uh, 1,500 kilometers away and I don't live there. <laughs> it's all a bit loud and smelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, 17 degrees here today in Houston, and uh, I sent you guys the pictures, but uh, my, my pipe burst on the outside of the house, because in Houston, I mean, it, it typically doesn't get this cold. Oh, that's what uh, that was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what are yeah. you showing me here? I'm like, yeah, I'm dealing with like, this. Yeah, what's wrong with your hose? Yeah. Oh, you didn't yeah. drain your hose? I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, it was spurting out all over. Yeah. I guess I probably should have clarified, but I was knee deep in water and ice at that point. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, <laughs> well. Um, in in classic first timer uh, issues, I had uh, not hit start stream <laughs> when I read that intro. So anybody that's watching the stream live right now, we'll have to go back and and watch it when it posts. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but we're live now, and I'm not redoing that intro. That was way too offensive. <laughs> <laughs> In some ways, it's better that it's not being heard again, at least amongst a few people. Uh, well, you you just let me know by the end of the episode if I need to revise the, the, the intro. 
You're good. Con- conclusion is just a repetition of the intro anyway. So let, <laughs> right. let it chip. That's it. Yeah. When I first started the, doing the podcast, so I had all these great ideas. I was like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to record the intro at the end. So that way we know what we're talking about and stuff like that. And everybody always had to drop off or it was like, we're so done at the end of the episode that I never got to record the intro. So I was like, eh, I'll just start doing it at the beginning. And <laughs> it was a great plan in theory, but uh, it sucks that it didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys have uh, planned for the holidays? Oh, I have the most fun thing ever planned. It's called moving. Oh. Yeah. Like local? Yeah, local. Not very far away, but I'm doing a big move. Um, The shop is not moving right away, but it eventually will be. Uh, Mm. So that's maybe like a a February, March sort of move. My new house has a single car garage, whereas my shop right now is in my basement in a 120-foot square room. Wow. Wait, 120 square foot room. That's what I meant to say. So my single car garage will be twice the size of my current shop, which I'm very excited about. Upgrading to the single car garage. Yeah. But otherwise, moving is just about all I can handle right now. And so uh, this Christmas is pretty chill otherwise. So what's the actual move date? Is it? It's after Christmas, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. January 2nd-ish, I think. Okay. Not set in stone. And yeah. and Scott, you have some wiggle room, right? In the whole transition period, you don't have to move like in two days, like most no. Americans experience. No, I yeah. got so I got a, a nice buffer window where we can slowly move, but we'll do a lot of the big stuff in a single day, and then uh, I got to renovate the shop because um, it's completely uninsulated, cinder block. Uh, it's oh. kind of like a basement garage. Um, so like two of the walls would be interior walls in the garage. And then there's going to be two exterior walls, which one of them has the garage door in. And so that's going to be a whole winter project to insulate it, put in a mini split and electrical. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and and you're probably excited. You can bring in sheet goods now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now I usually uh, cut them down in my trailer in the driveway before I bring them down to the basement while knocking everything over and punching holes in the drywall. Right. <laughs> so are you going to do all of the work in the garage before bringing in all of your tools or are you going to just kind of bring it in and then be miserable the whole time? No, no, I definitely do all the work before I bring in the tools. It's yeah. like the only it's, it's not that big of a space, even though it's twice as big. Yeah. Um, but ha- not having anything in there because I kind of want to epoxy the floors, too, because that's kind of like a vapor barrier thing. So I, I would love to epoxy the floors and get it all sealed as tight as I possibly can. And so. Yeah. That means the shop can wait. Yeah, it's a good idea. And you've, you've done a couple uh, videos on your YouTube channel about uh, sleds. So now that you have a, a massive shop, you'll be able to do a massive sled. I think you should do the opposite of what you just did. You know, you downsized your sled. You <laughs> yeah. should do a 60-pound sled. <laughs> oh, God. No, can't handle it. I'm not that strong. <laughs> My name is Scott, and today I'm going to tell you why you need a 60-inch wide sled. <laughs> Just a total troll video, you know? And people hey, I who... still make plan sales off it, too. <laughs> yeah. People who saw your your last video and then they, they just built this, you know, the 30-pound sled. And then the, you p- produce a new video and it's like, oh, this is why I'm getting rid of this sled. <laughs> I had a couple of comments like that. People were oh, like, really? oh, I just built a massive sled. <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> this is just my opinion, man. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. <laughs> getting real good at sleds. Well, I mean, how else are you supposed to break down 12 feet long sheet goods if you don't have a six feet long sled? 
Tracks off? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's just too easy. Yeah. I yeah, don't own a track saw. Yeah. Soon, so that's that. I feel like that you just blemished over the sadness of that story. Can you go a little bit more into why you don't have a track saw? Well, technically, there's one in the mail, and it's been in the mail for months. Actually, Ooh. probably half a year. I don't even. I'd have to check where the email is. So I do have a relationship with Dewalt, and uh, they uh, they're totally fine sending me whatever I need. And yeah. I yeah, I was like, okay, I'll try out your track saw, and. Like that was at least June. I can't remember when it was. That was Still a long waiting. time ago. Still waiting. Every yeah. and I've asked for things since then, and I've gotten them. But something to do with manufacturing, they just haven't had them in probably years. <laughs> so I'm a patient guy. I have crosscut sleds. Yeah, yeah, lots of them. I have lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> crosscut sleds coming out the ears. Well, sledding is it's just the season. I uh-huh. think you should do do another sled uh, sled. Uh, thing just before christmas <laughs> i should have taken my old one for a ride yeah <laughs> <laughs> before you deconstructed it this week yeah that would have been nice yeah yeah uh write it down oh there. yeah so matt he actually took his sled apart the big one this week oh, to do a I testing did. on yeah. another video and he just used it as a jig for the testing oh well, man that sled was well, made out of maple and it was uh pretty hefty so i repurposed it you know i do what i can for the planet I'm, I'm sure you could take one of your old videos and, and you know, kind of jack in it, you know, and put yourself on it. Well, you, you're actually pretty good at special effects. I saw your <laughs> your your little promos or your, your sponsor segments where <laughs> yeah. you did the little twirl and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I had fun doing that. It's probably wasting too much time, but occasionally I go down a rabbit hole and I'm like, I have to finish this. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. My favorite, uh, Matt, I don't know if you've seen this video of his, but uh, he made a automated dust collector video that nobody watched. But what happened in <laughs> Including audience... me, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. It's right over it. Yeah. So what happened in it is some of the parts and, and the build process of the chips was way too complicated. It was going to take forever to explain. And so basically all he did is he took all the chips, put it in a pretend oven, <laughs> took it out, made the dink sound. I was like, and here they are done. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch that one. Yeah. Basically I was like, no one's going to want to know anything about circuits and electronics. And I had yeah. to solder all these things on a PCB board. And so my, my way to circumvent that was to pretend like I had a, like an easy bake oven under my workbench like Martha Stewart would, and I just pulled them all out and it, with some visual <laughs> effects and some uh, audio as well. I made like sizzling sounds and some steam yeah. rising oh, off yeah. the uh, off the circuit boards. So that's yeah. great. Occasionally, I have fun with that. I almost crapped myself when I was watching your uh, which which was, uh, was the five, you were doing five cut method or something like that. Yeah, was one one where you were? Oh no, you you broke something in half, uh, like a, a wood or something like that. That was Suman, was it? That was Suman. Okay, yeah, Suman. Yeah, yeah. So I was bin- binge watching your guys' channels today, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, that was Suman. Yeah, it's, you, you snapped the board, and I totally caught me off guard. <laughs> that one caught so, me off guard too. That one caught me very off guard. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so that was totally unplanned. Totally unplanned. I mean, I was rolling. Gonna flex it a little. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a, it's a thin piece of you know wood, yeah. and I was like, oh of wood like this and it just snapped right in front of my face and normally you know you would use a lot of expletive words and be like whoa i got lucky on that one yeah it was very close to my eye yeah um i i kept my candor reasonably enough that 
That was I, great. I kept it and put it in the video. It was great. Yeah. After I was like, that was yeah, that that got me. I was a little bit shocked. <laughs> but Scott, yeah, you're you have a you have a very particular style in your videos as well. Just like what you were talking about not being um bored or, or like not boring the audience or whatever. And then you're in the five cut method video. Um that was by far the most enjoyable easiest to watch five cut method strategy that I've watched out of all the videos. Yeah. So people should definitely go check that out. I mean, That's I impressive. really glazed over a lot of it. I, I talked like William Ng's original video, I think is 25 minutes and yeah, he goes over every single yeah. nook and cranny of that equation. And mm -hmm. it's like, to me, I do find it fascinating, but I just know that the majority of people are going to pass that up every single time. Yeah. So yeah, my, the name of the game with all my videos is to just boil it down to its essence so that the most pos most possible people can understand it. And as soon as you start getting into the weeds of everything, it's when you start losing eyeballs. So um, I may oversimplify things, but I do it completely on purpose because I don't want to lose people. Can I do a little confession? Sure, please do. Video it's Scott a safe space. Step, that's right. Step into step into the chamber. My chambers. Here's the chat. Here's the lounge. I'm not chair. Catholic. I don't know. You step into the box. I don't know what the the. That's just confessional. I think the confessional. Okay. Yeah. So every video Scott has put out, uh, John and I have been pretty extensively involved in them from idea conception to scripting to drafting to every parts of the video and everything taking all on the credit one, are you suman on this one i didn't wrote watch it his for finished you product. <laughs> <laughs> but on this one i didn't watch his finished product so i actually have no idea how the five cut method really went you didn't watch it <laughs> thanks wait. for being such a good friend suman wait you're gonna have to watch this back because when i was talking to i was like yeah yeah that was totally good. I was thinking about I was thinking about William, you know, because um, William and I are friends. And so yeah. I was like, yeah, I remember William's video. Oh, uh, okay. All right, you're off the hook. So Sumant, so what do you what do you have planned for the holidays? Not moving, I hope. No, God, no. I so I am initially I was thinking I'll I'll be able to spend a little bit more time in the shop uh, because I have this coming week off. Um, as does my wife, you know, so my wife hasn't had any time off in seven years, uh, mm. basically, because she went through medical training and everything it takes. You just don't get time off. And so I took some time off to coincide with her and um, we have a child. So I don't think we're going to do anything crazy, but maybe do like a small trip here or there. Um, so from Buffalo area, Niagara on the Lake is a fantastic winery space and it's a good place to just kind of hang out Um you know, try some wine, you know, eat some good food and stuff like that. So that's a pretty good day trip. Uh, there's a ski town down below from us. That's also a good, uh, it's like an hour away. That's a good trip. So we'll probably do some day trips like that, but nice. nothing crazy, largely staying put. But with the amount of snow we have out right now, I'm not really sure what's going to happen <laughs> to that plan. You're going to step outside and start skiing. <laughs> I kid you not, about 20 minutes before getting on here, I tried to let my dog out mm. and I pushed the door. I was like, oh, right. I can't open the door. And he just like oh. barges straight through and he goes out there. I'm like, well, I have to find a way to let him in. So I went around the other entrance and then like started shoveling before I came out here. How cold is it? What's the temperature? I'm not really sure. I think probably in the 20s, but okay. it's not really the temperature. It's it's the precipitation snow and everything. So, Yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, that's the most frustrating thing. It's like my dog, when I go to take my dog out, and that, that's actually how I discovered the leak this morning, was oh. my, I took my dog out to take her leak, and uh, and then the house was spewing water. But it's it's like when it's the worst possible weather, she's looking for real estate out there. It, she doesn't just go out and do her thing. She's <laughs> just got to like take her sweet time. I'm like, we're not picking out an apartment here or something. Like, <laughs> you could you could do this thing and we could go back inside. It, that would be perfectly fine. <laughs> no, it's when it's beautiful weather out that they'll go out there and then they want to come right back in. But if the weather is horrible, they really want to take their time and investigate what's going on out there. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was blistering wind. I don't know if you had the wind like we had the wind. Oh, yeah. Uh, it seemed mm-hmm. like it came out all the way across and, and it was... I mean, I could cut glass out there. It was <laughs> so frigid. <laughs> I ripped three shirts in the process. <laughs> is this your fourth one right now that you're wearing? That's right. Yeah. This is all I had left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have some uh, holiday questions, you know, given that this is the holiday year end discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, what is uh, What is one thing that you think Santa's going to, well, first of all, have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't been asked that question in a while. Yeah, um, that's I'm not going to ask question. you to sit on my lap. I just... <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, you you kind of have the attire going. All you that's need right. is like age your beard a little bit more, and yeah. you're good. Oh, I uh... use just for men. Don't don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I, I think I've been pretty good this year. Um, with, with that much hesitation? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I think <laughs> what has changed substantially for me is uh, becoming a father. So I became a father this year, early in, in the year. Congratulations. I had to, thank you, thank you. So I had to, you know, get my things together and, and be a responsible, seeming adult. <laughs> so, right, yeah. As best as you can. <laughs> exactly. So I would say I've been pretty good. Yeah. So, so your your wife has been working since she went back and without a break, then, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So you've been doing the getting up in the middle of the night and doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, she did help with that whenever she could, um, but we had a lot of yeah. That's that, you know, that that was tremendously useful for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Scott, have you been naughty or nice? I've been thinking about it a lot, and I'm gonna say that I'm I'm okay. Definitely naughty. I'm not super nice. Like as a woodworker, I'm pretty bad with like giving gifts to people. Like yeah, you know, I'm supposed to give cutting boards to everyone, or I'm supposed to make things for people. I don't do any of that. So, in in that sense, I'm not really that great of a guy. Uh, right. But, you know, I just I don't have all the time in the world. And this time of year, I'm like, oh, I could make people stuff or I could just buy something on Amazon for them or give them a (laughs) gift card. So, yeah, I'm not that great. You know, Uh, I I do what I can. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to run a business here. Scott, did you so far in your woodworking career, a single cutting board? Is that right? I have made one. And that was this year. So you did it like I do. Uh, Like. It, it took me probably three years. I was I was doing full built-ins before I made my first cutting board. <laughs> nice, yeah. I've 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 been building like standalone furniture. I used to do a lot more traditional joinery than I do these days, and I've been doing woodworking on and off since I've been a teenager. So we're going on like seventeen years or something. Um, 
and I the first time I made a cutting board was this past summer to give wow. my mother for a gift. Isn't wow. that crazy? So, Scott, and I use plastic you, cutting boards in the kitchen. That's how desperate I am. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wow. you've been working since you're eight, 17, you said? Uh, yeah, I don't. there wasn't really a start date. You know, I was always building stuff as a kid. I thought you were 18. Uh, there wasn't a start. <laughs> like, I, I made... Like today, he's 18? Today. <laughs> oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. That's a brand new beard. Thanks, Thanks man. <laughs> you just got that beard. <laughs> I appreciate it. Late late bloomers is uh, awesome. You, later on, in you life. look very youthful. Yeah, thanks. So, Mike yeah. and I are the same age, aren't we? I can't remember how old you are. I'm we sorry. are. Yeah, we're you're a year older than I me. I think. I I honestly don't even think about how old I am anymore. After thirty, I stopped thinking. Well, I just turned thirty-two last week. Okay, so I'm maybe I think I'm a year older than you, but I honestly don't know. Oh, <laughs> your birthday yeah, soon. I'm so I'm yeah. forty-three. You did you say forty-two? Me, I'm uh, 32. 32, okay. Yeah. 32. All right. Well, I just showed my age. Yep. That's, that's great. <laughs> you're doing, you you're doing good. You're doing yeah. good. Again, just for men, not sponsored. <laughs> 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 Listen, when, when I wake up in the morning, my beard doesn't just look like this. I mean, this, is, this takes at least a good minute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see a beard sponsorship in my future. <laughs> I've been thinking about shaving my beard. I've had my beard for 10 years or more. I can't remember. It was around 10 years now. I'm thinking it's it could be time for a change. Mm. I don't know. So you're giving up like. woodworking or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> giving up it all you... to shave the beard. <laughs> like when you were 17, you started growing a beard because you started woodworking. You see, it's not like the beard just happened. Yeah. I I had uh, a guy Brendan with All American Maker on the podcast, and he does these really cool uh, logos and stuff. Let me show you one of the one of the things. Uh, so for those of you watching the stream, nice. so this is like a tin. Yeah, it's really cool designs and stuff like that. And um, he said that he had a request. Somebody said, "Well, why don't you have any female like woodworkers or whatever?" And I told him, I said, "Well, you know, every every one of your uh, designs has a beard on it." <laughs> <laughs> and so he, I was like, "You got to make the bearded woodworker, <laughs> the bearded, the bearded lady, woodworker. bearded lady woodworker." Yeah, yeah. it's an uh, untapped market. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, hey, I don't well, discriminate. You just have to have. You a know beard. how you know how in Austin Powers they had this uh, female. I, I don't know much about it, but I still visually remember she had this uh, metallic uh, bra on with the guns yeah. on it. You mean Beyonce? You could do that with with saw with a saw blade. There you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Solid. Yeah. yeah. I could see it now. Nail guns. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, is that an 18 inch or an 18 gauge uh, Brad nail or what is that? 16. I like 23s. Yeah, 23s myself. Mm-hmm. Pin nails. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's when I took the dog out. I had some 23 gauge popping out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, this is off the tracks. I'm not even to the first holiday question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Santa. So, Santa, I was asking about uh, what do you think you're going to get this year? What do you think, Simon? What are you getting? So I one of the presents for my wife I got early already. Um, oh, yeah, I know what is, this is. Yeah, it's a camera lens. So, oh, 
Which okay, one is that? Fancy. It's the most expensive one you could possibly Sig- think of. Sigma? Uh, no, it's the Canon 85 1.2 RF version. Okay. So I've wanted the 1.2 for a really long time. For those of you who are not camera people, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's hard to explain what without explaining right. what it is. Yeah. Um, that's a nice lens. I've been wanting it for a long time, so it's nice to have it. Uh, but actually, all of the other presents came from sponsors. So, oh, nice. yeah. I, so I, I have weird, a... Weird flex, but that's fine. <laughs> there's always a weird flex with Suman, you know? You never know where you're, when there's a flex coming, but just prepare yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. sure they... Anybody, sure anybody on have... the stream watching, you know, go ahead and start keeping count for us, would you please? I'm still waiting for my damn tracks out over here. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. You, you, you know, you just got to have them ship it to Saman. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll he ship probably it to has you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll ship it to you, Scott. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, so it, it's been really nice. There's one tool that I have in the shop right now from, from a company that I'm starting new work with. Uh, I'm excited for it, but I guess I count it as a Christmas present at this point because nice. it kind of it came in yesterday, I think. Um, so Very I'm excited cool. for that. <laughs> Man, now we're all like waiting with bated breath. I know you can't say here. Don't worry about it. Say. I'll yeah. say yeah. it. I don't think. No, no, don't, say no, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I have contracts, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just know NDA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Scott? What's uh, what's um, Santa bringing or Mrs. Claus? I real okay. This is this is gonna sound really lame, but like I'm really excited because I wanted a pair of slippers. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, the Crocs. You're, no, no, no. I'm, I'm rocking Crocs right now, actually. But I want a pair of these all wool glare up slippers. Uh, I gotta that, say, for I'm 32, you've you've you really embraced that. He's in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that senior lifestyle. I'm already see- started. Usually thirty fives when the crocs, you know, start happening. Yeah, and that's uh, that's happened early too. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys I, seen that commercial that where like you're turning into your parents or whatever? No, I haven't. Where, yeah, yes. these, these people. Yeah, they're they're like, oh, it's a bit drafty in here. You know, like it's all the things that your parents said, <laughs> and these people are turning into their parents. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm, I've got yeah. no problem with that. Are you into smoking meats yet? And barbecue in general. No, but I really want to be like so bad. Yeah. So this summer oh, yeah. might be the summer of the smoker. For well, Scott. I mean, you're moving into this new place. It just makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to buy yourself a nice, you know, housewarming gift. Yeah, I mean, literally warming. Yeah, smoking, right. You know. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't warm your house. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of carbon monoxide. No, yeah, no yeah, problem. But yeah, just do it inside the garage or the basement. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like honestly, slippers. Like I don't know. I don't want anything woodworking related. Like to me, it almost seems like uh, you want to buy it. It's like sad to say. It kind of seems like a work thing now. It's like oh, like I just got a domino. I just bought a domino, and mm. like five years ago, I'd have been super stoked to buy a domino. And now I'm like, I just needed it for a video, and like right. I, not not that I'm passing it off. <laughs> I'm as, sorry. Was that weird, a weird, weird flex? flex? That's it, a weird flex. I'm calling a, that one out. Okay, it could be. That's fine if you think of a weird flex, but I'm just wait, I'm wait. genuinely not that excited about it anymore. Every Domino video or or you know post that I make, it's like, wow, really wish I could afford one of those. You know, I well, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Look, I'm I'm sorry that sounded really high up 18. on a pedestal, but it's um, I'm truly coming from a place where it just doesn't excite me that much anymore. Um, yeah. I'll. 
I like the process, but the the tools don't really excite me that much anymore. Yeah, that was your Canadian popping out the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Process. I'm, I'm trying to work on it because I'm trying to assimilate to the American audience. But every uh, now and again, I say process, and yeah. someone in the comments is like, "Oh, it's uh, how's it going, Derry?" Oh my gosh, you get that a lot in your videos. A little bit, yeah. Really? I I noticed you got a lot more of that earlier on, Scott, than you do now. Yeah. yeah there's only so many ways you can make fun of a Canadian until it gets old. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm not even going to attempt. <laughs> yeah. Try me. <laughs> so yeah, right. I love. Oh, I'm sure you have. I love that uh, Scott isn't excited about a domino because it speaks to so many things that is quintessentially Scott, uh, and that is, it's got to be his way, and yeah. what he likes. And Domino is not one of them. It just he just had to buy it for a video. You know? All right, let's talk, Mister One Thousand Dollar Custom oh. Double Square. <laughs> <laughs> no wow, joke, Suman. Yeah. We're, we're paid, going there. Paid yeah. a cus custom tool maker, probably close to a thousand dollars for a six inch double square. Ooh, wow, that's now, impressive. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty square. Do you use it often? No, um, I haven't really built much things <laughs> lately but I, I made a dining table recently i used it for yeah yeah uh, it mostly looks pretty it's very gorgeous <laughs> i got to admit but man yeah that's that's excessive not gonna lie yeah i you know unfortunately i'm, I'm gonna do a little bit of a weird flex too again uh, <laughs> keeping count so i i don't know i think there's a point where the tools that you you get or keep are more like jewelry in some sense than anything else where you kind of care about how pretty it is more so than the function. It, I never was that guy. I'm like, I care about the function of the tool, but now I'm kind of more interested in the prettier version of certain things. And so I really wanted to get the Veritas uh, chisels, the PMV11 chisels. The full set is out of stock right now. And I reached out to Veritas and I was like, guys, do you happen to have a set around somewhere that I can get a hold of? <laughs> and they were like, we're sorry, Suman, but these are the ones we have and that's all we can send you right now. I'm like, all right, fine. So then I went to buy the um, uh, the Narex uh, Richter chisels because I'm thinking like, I, I kind of want to feel them because people have been talking so much about it. So I, I got them and they're nice, but the handles, I just really don't care for at all. I think they're hideous looking. Yeah. And um, so I had this gentleman make a custom Coca-Cola handle for one of my hand planes. And I reached out to him like, hey, these are the dimensions. Oh, nice. Could we do, could we do something <laughs> with that? <laughs> so he yeah. today he got back to me and he's like, yeah, we can do something with that. So I'm really excited about, that, about it. But those are the things that excite me now. What's funny is someday you're going to pass all these tools on, you know, and... And they're going to be like, what is this? Like, I don't Why recognize. Why would someone put Coca-Cola handles I don't on such an average chisel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You like my zebra wood uh, handles uh, on this thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, going. Uh, so, Scott, going back to smoking. So, I'm going to be smoking a prime rib for <gasps> Christmas. Can I come? Nice. Right? Yeah. Feel free. Uh, well, it's eight pounds, but. You know, so it, you better I only, come fast. I only need like a half pound. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so, so many jokes there. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> when, did you, 
when did you get into smoking, Matt? At what age? I want to predict my future a little bit. Well, you see, I started smoking when I was a kid. <laughs> Doctor said it wasn't good for me. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. It was probably. Uh, it was probably three or four years ago. Um, so I'm originally from from California, and um, I, you know, out there it's not as big as it is in Texas. In Texas, like, it's a thing. Like, it's a championship sport. And so I don't compete, or it, it, I'm not to that level. You know, I'm, I'm barely a backyard uh, smoker, you know, griller. But, uh, but yeah, I can do a pretty good brisket, I think. Nice. Well, know. this summer, my wife when I'm looking to invest, I'm going to come knocking on your door. Right, You exactly. can tell me what to buy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I um, just, <laughs> like everything, like woodworking related, I watched a hundred YouTube videos on, you know, and then this one's the best smoker because this, you know, reason. And then the next video is like, that smoker sucks because this, you know, so you're like, which one do I buy? I don't know. I I feel the same way about Crosscut Sluts. (laughs) You know what? I have some videos that can help you, Simon. And plans too. (laughs) Right. But you're going to send them the first version first. All... Not not the like the end all be all sled. Yeah. <laughs> Make him work his way through it. <laughs> it's a journey, really, truly. Yeah. Um that's really cool. So there's this gentleman in, in Buffalo region who has a a restaurant, um, like more of a barbecue centric restaurant. And he's got such a fascinating history. So his parents are Mexican and Indian. Hmm. He grew up in Texas and then he moved to Buffalo. And wow. he does Texans Texas style Southeast Asian barbecue. It's so strange, but so wow. good. That is that's the fusion of all fusions right there. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I yeah, I love I love Indian food, I love Mexican food, and I love Texans food. Um New York, uh, all I had, you know, basically was home cooked stuff or uh pizza. <laughs> so I can't really judge that kind of thing, but but yeah. I could eat, I could eat the mess out of Indian food. So if you combine that with Texans <laughs> Texas stuff, you got something it's, there. It's really good, really really good. Yeah. So do you guys have any like traditions in your in your house, uh, like food food traditions? Something that you always have to have around the holidays? Yeah. So where I grew up in Newfoundland, uh, we have a traditional dinner. It's called Jigs Dinner, and basically what that is is salted beef, and you stick it in a massive pot. And you fill it with vegetables. Usually it's cabbage, turnip, potato, carrots, parsnips, uh, mm. and something like that. So you let this thing boil for four hours straight. And all the vegetables just soak up all the salt from the beef. And wow. that's it. It's really easy. It's kind of cheap. And it's like there's nothing fancy about it. But, man, it is fantastic on Christmas Day. And that growing up, that was Christmas Day dinner. Christmas Eve dinner would have been like a rabbit stew or something like that. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, what you were describing, that other dish, what was it called? Jigs dinner, like uh, Jigs dinner. you're doing a jig and a reel sort of dance. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, so TikTok. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, on t- TikTok, I call it TikTok because I'm old and I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a TikTok account. That's how oh, senior really? I am. Yeah, uh, I, did, wow. I didn't even reserve my username. I'm like, eh, yeah, it's one, one platform I don't need to be on. Yeah. I 
I actually did reserve my username for TikTok, and then I think I posted a couple of reels, and then I lost the password, and I just didn't bother to go back to it. I'm like, oh, it, yeah. it, let it live. Let yeah. it live. You, you probably have a million uh, followers at, at this point, the way that yeah, that that's, platform grows. That's a missed opportunity to flex, Zuman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one on the flexing. <laughs> <laughs> You're back to so, one. So, so in terms of traditions and food um i don't so my wife is polish and german and um so anything christmas related i tend to lean on her traditions and her family traditions because i'm technically born muslim i don't really um i don't really practice islam at all um so but you know i i like to celebrate christmas i like a lot of things about it so i tend to default to their thing but i honestly don't know what is catholic german polish what part is which yeah. i just know what the foods are and what song i'm supposed to sing <laughs> so, you know the carols that's all that matters yeah exactly uh yeah that, all of that's, the pierogies all of the pierogies are actually pot. yeah yeah and they do pierogies like you know homemade pierogies and everything and they're all hanging out in my house right now because uh we we bought a freezer you know it took a chest freezer so we had the space they're hanging out and tomorrow they're coming out and going to be delicious. Oh, nice. Freezer full of pierogies. Yeah. Matt, there do you go. have any Christmas? Is the prime rib smoked? Is that a no, Christmas tradition? This, it's a fir first for Christmas. So uh, I'm taking a bit of a gamble. I've never smoked a prime rib before. And uh, just, you know, it's going to be the main course. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having all the family over. Uh, but if I've done a brisket before, prime rib should be, should be fine. Uh, I say don't that. Forget, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> but, don't forget to save half a pound for uh, of meat. Right. You know, yeah. Set it. Yeah. Set it your way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can stick it in the mail. <laughs> right. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I would say cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, a new one for me. Yeah. I mean, I love a good cinnamon roll. Yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. It's been kind of like we did it when. I, so both my wife's family and I. Um, did cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. So growing up, so when we got married, that was automatically something we did. Now, the only difference is, is that my wife growing up, she was an only child, so she always got the first cinnamon roll on Christmas. So that tradition still continues. <laughs> but now we have two kids, so it's now there's a little bit of a war there, you know, like who's going to get it? But they know, like, okay, that's that's mom's cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I Yeah. Hmm. And I, and I, I clean shop, you know, like, okay, let everybody have their first pass. Okay. Now it's, it's open season. You know, I'm going to town. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you clean the shop as a, your Christmas tradition. Like no, physically no, no. clean no. your shop. Oh no, no, no. I, I clean the plate. Yeah. The, the icing, <laughs> the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I'm auditioning to be Santa, you know, some year. So. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Working on my Santa bod. <laughs> Uh, what about, uh, let's, let's go. What about a favorite Christmas or, or favorite holiday song? We don't have to stick with Christmas but holiday song. Oh, oh, I have way too many. I, I studied music. I don't know. Um, oh, probably. Well, yeah, I, you're a drummer and yeah. Um, I don't know. Joni Mitchell river is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's so sad. I mean, I'm a big fan of really sad music because I think generally I'm uh. a very happy person. So any <laughs> Christmas song that's like really sad, another Canadian, uh, Ron Sexsmith, uh, he has a really beautiful Christmas song as well. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Also, Frank yeah. Sinatra, Christmas Waltz. That's a classic that I love. That is a classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, good. That's a good top three for me. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, sorry. So, one more. One more. The Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York. That's just awesome. Oh, I don't think I know that one. Uh, they're an Irish group. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. Just, uh, well, yeah. Just listen okay. to it, and everyone can have a good time with that one. Well, I asked for one song. Scott gave us four, so that's uh, three weird flexes for Scott. <laughs> I, 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 don't I love music. <laughs> See, Mom probably doesn't have any, so I yeah. took his turn. You, you should have messaged him. You should have texted him and said, say this. <laughs> uh in I'll, order I'll go. to seem musically cultured, you need to say this song, that right. song, and this song. So w- while you're thinking of it, it uh, I'll go with mine. Mine is uh, Feliz Navidad because yeah, yeah. There, there's when it it's it's like the chia, like I said in the intro, you know, the chia pet or the clapper, you know, that those kind of usher in the holiday season for me. It's when I hear Feliz Navidad, I know it's Christmas. So it, it's we we have this thing if uh, the first person in the family. Uh, between my mother-in-law, my daughter, my wife, everybody, like we, if somebody hears Feliz Navidad, we text the other people to say like, okay, I heard it. So we can start Christmas Aww. now. That's yeah. a nice that's tradition. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. So for me, um, lately it's been on YouTube. There's this 10 hour long song and it's titled S H H black screen. And basically, it's for Scott might not be familiar with this song. It's it's really popular. It's got like four million views. It's shh, 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 just continuously for ten hours, and what? I use that song religiously to get my daughter to sleep. Nice. <laughs> so that's yes. Where... Yeah. That that now that you mentioned that, that's when we were um, when our kids were little. Yeah, you're you're sitting there, you're doing the bounce thing, you're going shh, 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 yep, shh, yep. shh, you know, it's like you can shh all the way. <laughs> yep, you can absolutely. I like the auto tune version myself. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Scott, you're a musician, also. So it says on your profile, drummer and musician, which I, they're kind of both, right? Drummer is yeah, a musician. Yeah, but... it's like musician first, but drums is my instrument, right? Um, okay. So yeah, I studied jazz a long okay. time ago, um, and then in Toronto during my twenties, I played a lot of live music. Um, mm. mostly in like the rock, indie rock sort of scene. Um, yeah, the, you know, it's, it was, it was a huge part of my life. It still is, but you know, my life took a different direction. I studied engineering and, uh, you know, now YouTube, the YouTube business is a big part of my life too. So right. I don't have a whole lot of time for music, but one of these days when some time clears up, I'm going to get back behind the kit and hopefully get on stage again. Cause I really miss playing live. Yeah. So not going to be doing any, any Christmas songs with the family. No, no. Yeah. But do you play other instruments besides drums? Uh, guitar, uh, guitar and okay. sing as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, I have never heard you sing. We, we got to work that in somehow. Well, one uh, of my YouTube bench- videos, I think I um, I sang a little bit of Blink-182. Oh, he's no he's kidding. doing the outro, Simon, of the for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, this is yeah. great. What, I, I'm what song to is that. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. So, someone give me some music. <laughs> so, so Matt, it, my strategy was, you know, go to WorkbenchCon, get him super drunk, yeah, and then get him to talk about music, yeah, and then eventually uh, and invariably it'll lead into singing. So, you know? Somebody will say, "Sing for us." I don't yeah. need to be drunk. Yeah, <laughs> they, well, they do. Uh, at um and I haven't been yet, but up at Maker Camp they do uh, karaoke, I think, right? 
So that might be might be your chance next yeah, year. Yeah, there's a bit of karaoke go going on at WorkbenchCon too. I feel bad I didn't go to Maker Camp. I was too busy to go, but both Suman and I are so close. I mean, Suman's very close. I'm yeah. probably a four yeah. or five hour drive away. I could have gone, but yeah, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to go, and uh, I slacked. I took I put it on the vacation calendar and everything. I had it blocked out for work and all that, and then I waited too long to buy the plane ticket and the mm-hmm. hotel, and then I was like, well, I, I could camp, but I'm not going to like fly in camp. If I'm going to camp, I'm bringing yeah. all the stuff that I need. And I just, I couldn't drive. And so it didn't work for me this year, but next yeah, year I'm going to make it a priority. And as I understand it, the spaces like hotel spaces in that area is fairly limited. So if you yeah. don't have it booked, it's, it's going to be very hard to find a spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't do well if I can't plug in my CPAP and, you know, somebody will yell into my tent, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From like 10 tents over. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should all book our hotel right now. That's right. It, it's, it actually, I did hear that they were booking up already. For like, WordPressCon or? No, for Maker Camp. For Maker Camp. Oh, my Camp. God. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually need to book my hotel for WorkbenchCon. I haven't done it yet. So. But I think also people were saying, uh, you know, VRBO and stuff like that to do that type of thing instead. I don't know. I don't even know what those words mean. Uh, it's it's basically an Airbnb. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what that it. is. Yeah, I've had many horrible experiences with Airbnb. Yeah, <laughs> you're like involving like, many spiders. Oh, and yeah, very large ones. Sometimes those houses go just for months without any guests in them. So yeah, yeah. they don't. Yeah. We're not going down that road. <laughs> Are you guys doing a workbench con? Oh yeah. Okay, yes, we'll, I'll see you there. We'll definitely be there. Okay, mm-hmm. sick. We'll definitely be there. It's a fun yeah. time. Yeah. Were you there yeah. last year? I was there last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. my first year. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't cross paths. There's a lot. There's a lot going on, and it's so awkward sometimes. You know, it's if you're not, if you don't have friends or whatever that are going. Like I, I knew people that were going, and I got to hang out with them. But then if they're off on another conversation, there's that whole like. I don't want to walk up and talk to people. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. But you have to get out of your comfort zone. You definitely and, do. It's a little clicky too, but if you just like wiggle your way in, it'll right. be fine. Yeah. You know? I had some guy that came up and he was like, um, hey, uh, you know, what's your name or whatever? And so we, we started talking. He's like, yeah, I don't really know anybody. So I'm just, I'm like, dude, come hang out with me. Let's, let's go. You know, like, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and most people are like that. Yeah. 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 It it's funny. Yeah. It's all we're all introverts. <laughs> if I, I mean, feel yeah. like woodworkers then, are introverts by nature. And then we go to these events, and everybody gets out of their shell. But then, like when you go to your your room at the end of the night, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like I don't want <laughs> another. Yeah. I don't yeah. want another human being. Like even podcasts wear me out. Yeah. Um. Just having, you know, I mean, it's good because we're talking about things that we enjoy, right? Yeah. Like if if yeah. you're doing that kind of thing, and I think that's what what amps us up at those events but yeah like if you're going to a wedding or something and people are just like oh so what do you do for work you're like oh not this conversation again yeah (laughs) yeah you want to just hand them a book you know like here's what i do for work or something yeah this is a book about me after you've read it do you have any questions yeah here's my blog check out my blog (laughs) (laughs) you you could submit a question at the bottom of the page Or your business card could just have a QR code to it that has yeah. like everything, all the stats about you. With the intro and video. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a weird flex, Simon. 
<laughs> hey, I'll actually take that flex. I have a, I have a, um, have you guys heard of tappy cards or there, there's other versions of it, but basically it's a, it's a metal card and it's got the, um, digital, the near field communication. So you could stuff. tap your phone. Yeah. You tap your phone to it and it automatically goes to my little profile and stuff like that. So I have one of those. Which Just, is that's kind of super nice. fancy. Yeah. Weird flex one for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember my voice giving out at Workbench Con. Just like I couldn't talk mm-hmm. that much. It was so much too talking. much singing. Too much, to- too much talking. Right. I mean, I wish it was singing, <laughs> but too much talking. And uh, I, I, you'd think that like I would talk a lot to the camera, or whatever. But I just don't have that sort of vocal stamina. So yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna start preparing and training my voice just to talk a lot more. Well, you'll be preparing for the outro of this uh, podcast. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can put yourself on mute, do all of the vocal exercises <laughs> that you need to do, get it out of the way. That's okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, now, then, I don't know if you guys. I posted a, a video uh, last week. It was like different types of podcasters, and one of them was the muter. You know, there's like, I don't know. I do like meetings, like uh, Zoom meetings for work and stuff like that. And there's always mm-hmm. somebody on a call that's like, oh, Sarah's on mute. I'm like, really? We've been doing this thing for like three years now. You you've, you would think that you know how to like unmute yourself. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. There's Scott singing his heart out, but he's on mute. And we miss it. <laughs> Tragic. He's, he's actually a throat singer, so you can't tell when he's smiling. He's still singing. That's all right. What, what is it, a ventriloquist? <laughs> a ventriloquist. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, so do you guys going back to the food, right? Cause it's all about food for me. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so is, so no family recipes that you like, I mean, besides so, Suman, any like specific kind of thing or. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the pierogies are a very specific recipe. That is. Um, that. they also make uh Krushchiki, which is a very specific recipe. So there's a whole bunch of these things that, um, Alicia, my, my wife's grandfather has kind of cultivated over many years and so he has to be present for the making of okay. all of these things so it's like at this passed point down yeah 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 it's um i don't think to at this point it has been written down yet i think we need to work on that soon mm. but um yeah engrave no, it he, on a cutting board yeah he may. <laughs> uh, but no he definitely supervises the whole process and he's is very strict you uh, have to pass his quality control otherwise that pierogi or kushtiki is not making it oh wow like slaps you in the face Oh yeah, you're, I mean he's like you're a disgrace he's to the family. He's 96, <laughs> and when when he like dis is displeased with something, you know. It's, so when he walks in the room, everybody gets real quiet. Like, oh, it's the moment of truth. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it's like will Suban be disowned from the family? <laughs> we never he saw actually, him ever since. <laughs> it's so uh, it's so touching. So he, um, unfortunately, his memory isn't the best at this point in time. But I, I've had the pleasure of knowing him for uh, almost a decade now, and. Um, Earlier on, you know, I was just some guy around kind of thing. And now he fully understands that I'm going to be around for a while. Mm. And <laughs> so he won't go we, away. Yeah. We, so we've gotten to know each other a lot more. And um, and so he still is very, very independent. He lives on his own and his own property still takes care of himself, which is remarkable. Um, but he when he fled Poland during World War Two, he prior to that he used to be a woodworker he worked in a uh, working shop and he brought in some of his tools oh. and kind of around before 
you know, my wife and I got married, he actually gave me all of his tools. Cool. So it's it's really, really heartfelt. And um, and obviously I have them. But yeah, I think he likes me now. But I, to me, that was like the moment. <laughs> he's, yeah, you know, he's a woodworker. I like him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was quiet, kind of like reserved about all of the things about my presence and everything. Yeah. But then one day he's like, hey, I want you to have all of my tools that I brought in from Germany. I'm like, whoa, that's big. Wow. Like, that's really big, you know? That's that awesome. Cool. Yeah. That makes that $1,000 uh, tool seem like nothing now. Yeah. It's absolutely nothing. <laughs> Meaningless. Tony, if, if you're right. listening, I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tony. <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast at all, uh, but I typically do a game uh, in the podcast. All right. uh, we do different things. We do like a, a game called Yes or No, where I ask questions and you have to answer yes or no. Um, I've done No elaboration. Game- just yes or no. That's yeah, going to be very difficult for Suman. So yes, <laughs> that, that that's actually how I started that game. Um, it was in the first episode, and I was like, "Okay, here's the rules," and you know, you say yes or no, and then it was like the first like three or four questions. It got kind of awkward, and then you could just tell that there was like this huge tension, and it was like, I, I, finally, somebody's like, "Can we just like elaborate on it?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And they said, "Yeah, I think we on the game you should." So they were kind of like on the, the they were the forefathers of the of the game. Uh, the so if you go back and I, listen to the first few episodes, I guess it depends on the question. If you're like, do you like yeah. your wife? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can I explain? <laughs> 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 so wait, is it rapid fire or am I allowed to think a bit? So so then so I, well let me get there. So there's rapid okay. fire is, is another game that I that I play, but I typically do that like on a one on one conversation. Um, I thought let's do a different game, and it's unnamed. So you guys are the first. This is a trial, and okay. you know, and we're live here on YouTube, so no pressure. <laughs> so it's now called the Scott and Tumon game. That's right. <laughs> so here's the and, and initially John was going to be on, so it was going to be. Um, a little bit different. So I'm kind of fr- going to try to frame this up in a way that it works. Um, I'm going to ask a question and, and you guys see who can, if you think you can name the most, then you say how many that you think you can name. Okay. And then if, if like, so someone, if you're like, yeah, I can name four and Scott, you're like, Oh, I think I could do five. Okay. Oh, wow. But if you if you can't do five, the points go to Suman. Oh, okay. Suman's okay. going to win this. He's like Stressful. an encyclopedia. Okay. No, dude. Th- I know useless things. I don't, I don't know <laughs> any useful things. Well, I don't <laughs> know what we're being asked. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either. This is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll give this a trial run. And if it bombs, it bombs. And we'll just edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> perfect all right makes me feel better it's all about the edit right yeah exactly all right so name the most amount of woodworking joints Ooh, that's not fair scott <laughs> is working on a video on woodworking joints as we speak he filmed it this morning oh uh, see what's funny about these questions is i write these before i know any of this information and always somehow they tie together uh <laughs> So, well, th- there might be one in there for you. Let's see. Let's I'm just... going to play it safe and say eight. Uh, yeah. No, he, you got it. You can take that on. Not, well, how I about... can probably do six. Six? Yeah. All right. 
Oh crap! <laughs> I, was, I, I, I said you play it this, safe said, because I thought Simon was gonna say a higher number. This is actually strategic. I am、yeah. looking for you to fail. Okay, so oh, you, okay. So you said six or eight? He said eight. I said eight. I said eight. Okay. Let's okay. Let's hear him, joint boy. All right. We're gonna count to. Well, I'm gonna. I'm watching the clock. We're giving ten seconds. Ten seconds. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to see your reaction. Oh no. <laughs> Okay.、Uh, All right.、Yeah. See, I have to unveil the rules as the game goes on. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'm、no. fine with. I'm fluid. I、All、mean,、right. you know, it is a timed podcast, but that's fine. Take as much time as you need. <laughs> okay. We're all here waiting for you. <laughs> One, Mortis and Tenon. Two, Dovetail. Three, Box Joint. Four, Finger Joint. It's different. Five. Uh, what about what else have I not? Dado six, rabbit seven, scarf eight, castle.、Mm. There's there's more, but well done. That's what I got off the top of my head. All right, I'm glad to... scarf joint made that cut. Thanks you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like that is、uh, impressive. You don't hear that one, one very often. Well, okay.、Yeah. So the backstory with that is. Uh, here's your long explanation that you didn't want: is that scarf joints A are used in timber framing, which I think we all know, but B. I started woodworking, making drums, plywood cylinders, basically,、oh, yeah. and good drum shells have the veneer joined as a scarf joint at the seam in a cylinder. The more you know. There、uh-huh. you go. Do 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 do. Yeah. All right. Eight for. See, I sang before Scott on the on the show here. Do 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 do. There you go. All right, you're better. Weird flex. It's fine. <laughs> Let's harmonize. <laughs> oh, now we're getting nerdy. I like it. <laughs> All right, next one. How many power tool companies can you name? Oh my god! I thought these were going to be small. I'm going to go ahead and just say eight and see if I if I can make it. <laughs> well, now I want to say a higher number. See if I can beat. So wait, okay. Power. Let, let me clarify. Power tool companies can be machine or like handheld battery. Mm. We're、Power、the architects、tool. of this game. Let's let's. It, it, it uses power of some kind. Yeah, so, like Lenielson is not one of them. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> sure.、Um, you said eight. I feel like I can name more, but I feel like I should give you a turn. Okay. How do you feel? I I'm, I feel like I need to talk now.、Um, Okay, so we do、um, Makita, Dewalt.、Um, uh, what is it called? Heart tools, I think. Walmart. Walmart. <laughs>、uh, Black and Decker.、Um, works.、Uh, Greenworks.、Um, Fest tool.、Uh, Grizzly. How many did I get? I don't. That's eight. A couple of more questionable, but we'll, yeah, we'll give it to you. Okay, like the fact that you said <laughs> Greenworks, the garden tool company, and then you said Fest Tool right after that was kind of so, sus.、Yeah. Well, no, I have a I have a Greenworks、uh, pressure washer, like an electric pressure oh, washer. Oh, oh okay. Make, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got an engine. It's, it's a little different, but yeah. <laughs> all right. You're all tied up. All right. I mean. I would play, but that would be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the answers. Yeah, two hundred companies listed already. R- right, right. Like, wreck up、okay. the points. Can you do more than one hundred and fifty? I'm just asking. 
<laughs> and that's the outro of the <laughs> we lost all the listeners <laughs> uh let's see let me i'm going down the list just to see if i can mix it up yeah um okay since we talked about power tools categories of hand tools categories so like screwdrivers right oh so like not even just the traditional woodworking stuff yeah yeah that's a tricky one categories i'm gonna say okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna go for broke and say 10 i don't even i don't know if i can do it (laughs) someone's like forget it you're (laughs) good all right all right here we go all right you already gave me one but i'm gonna steal it anyway screwdrivers okay b chisels c planes d wait why am i doing you did it in the video too I, yeah, that was on purpose, but now I made myself You're... do it. Uh, so I said four? Yep. Yep. Okay. And you covered planes, like all planes. And well, that's category. So... Like, you can't yeah, say yeah, yeah. specifically. Okay. Yeah. So then five. Um, so I'm, I'm losing it. Wrenches, six. Sockets, seven. Oh, um, he's gone into <laughs> car, car tap, world. Taps and dies. <laughs> Eight. Uh welders nine uh wait no no welder well, hand tool oh, oh hand, hand tool. tool sorry sorry i forgot i screwed this up uh, does that disqualify him I uh, feel file. Like... <laughs> okay files let's say files nine. one mulligan yeah thank you um oh god uh, i'm losing it I'm losing it i'm losing it uh um alls that's a category i mean and yes but i feel like there was a big delay that 10 yeah. saws i forget what saws Wow, you barely made it. I was ready to call it. Got the it. points. The points almost went to Simon. It's all right. I all right, you're at eighteen. <clears throat> you're at eighteen. Now I got to find one that I think you can get ten on. That's going to be difficult. Uh, okay, we'll do this one, and then we'll see if we have to have a tiebreaker. How many types of hardwoods can you name? Oh, Simon's got me beat there. Uh, probably. 10. Okay, I'm going to say. I'll just. Uh... Googles. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I'll say comfortably nine. Go for it, Simon. Uh, okay, so I'm going to name some obscure ones just because you can't fact check me fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sumon Wood. So, <laughs> so uh, let's start with some exotic. Uh, ebony, blackwood, uh, coco bolo. We can do some outdoor furniture woods like grappa, uh, teak, um, uh, ipe. So that's six. Um, we have ma- maple, walnut, cherry, uh, alder. That's ten. Sycamore. Okay. There. Wow, he wasn't even breaking it down into categories. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we get the Jacob scale on those, or is that... <laughs> I actually, I actually went down the scale. Actually, oh, let's see, very yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're with a couple of engineers tonight in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's ten. All right, you guys are tied up, so we got to do a tiebreaker. Okay, this one's this one's for real. Okay, uh, no joking around this time. Uh, since John's not here, we can do this one. But, uh, well, okay, let's, let's go with it. Name the tools in John's shop by name. Like, Interesting. Full, full brand and model? 
No, it's got to be, uh, you know, he's got like, what is it? Uh, Drill Chewbacca or whatever. That, oh, oh by nicknames. those names. Yes. Oh, my God. oh <laughs> shoot. I have no idea. Yeah. I know it's a shtick he uses to get people to buy into his uh, right his, the his t-shirt videos. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I he's obviously a huge three. Star Wars three. Oh, I think I, I can name. I'm gonna say four because I don't know. Okay. If I, yeah, Suman, you want to go four. for five? I can't go for five. No way. Okay. So I'm up. You're yeah. up. Okay. You got four for the tiebreaker. If you can't. Now we should have we should have somebody fact check. <laughs> I, I I can fact check for you because I've been to his shop. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ryobi Wan Kenobi. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, Princess Plana. That's true. Yeah. Han That's a good one. Solo. I th- yes. I think, Solo. Yeah. I think. Yep. Uh, Jabba the Cut. Nailed it. Yes. All right. <laughs> Winner. Chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. You uh, you won absolutely nothing. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I think well, the other that's... one was a C three PO was his band song. Yes, that one doesn't even make sense to me because it's yeah. tall. I guess. So I automatically anticipated that John wasn't going to win, and so I was going to have him be the tiebreaker, uh, like to to fact check. But since <laughs> he couldn't make it tonight, <laughs> you know, you're probably right. <laughs> uh so what did you guys think of the game it's good yeah i like it you gotta you gotta keep it's, it the scott okay. suman more... game should live on the scott suman <laughs> people are gonna be like what's scott suman and i'm gonna say it all in one like one word yeah sure yeah yeah it's one word <laughs> <laughs> you know like when in reality shows when there's when there's the uh bromances or whatever and they start they combine the names the showmances uh yeah yeah you guys are the It'd be like Sc- it'd be you guys, like you guys are the Scottsman, Scamon. You guys are Scamon. <laughs> it's like the Brangelina, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Got yeah. it. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm not sure if that name will stick, but at least, it's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> at we, least while you're on the podcast tonight, it is. We'll, we can we'll just... make it happen. <laughs> uh, all right. So back to the the holiday uh, quizzing. Just got a couple more. Yeah. So, um, what is one thing that you got when you were a kid that you wish you still had today? Ooh, interesting. So I can, I can talk about this. Um, so I, I came to the U S in 2001 and so my family is originally from Bangladesh and we, um, we immigrated here on like a immigration visa lottery kind of thing. So like, I think you get to apply and if you win the lottery, then you get to truly apply to become to come to the U.S. with the provision that you would become a U.S. citizen if right. you go through all the steps. It's like the whole long process. Um, and so prior to coming in, it's like a three-year, I think, paperwork, interview, logistics process. Mm. And I was like, I don't know, I think I was like eight or something. And we had to do an interview at the American Embassy in Bangladesh. And... In that interview, like they didn't ask my parents any questions to seek authenticity and stuff because some people try to fake their family members and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And so the interviewer only asked me questions in English, 
with the translator.、Oh. I was an eight-year-old who didn't speak English <laughs> and was terrified the whole at the whole process. But apparently, all things considered, I did really well because you know, obviously, the interviewer,、uh, you know, kind of let us give us the green light and everything. And、yeah. my dad. Was so excited and thrilled about it because he was so nervous about the whole thing, and it was like, oh, an eight-year-old could make up a fake story just for fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so he took me out and bought me this.、Uh, I think it was like a transformer robot at the time. Nice. And so I had this transformer robot, and when you know, after I grew up a little bit, I guess my uncle still kept it.、Um, and so when I went back to visit, like a decade ago. They still had it, and so I got to play with it, which is really、no、cool、way. to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. They didn't let you take it. I mean, I I wasn't I. It didn't really matter all that he much has, to me. He has it. He's lying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so what I have here? He's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> my family might be watching. <laughs> all my family watches all my stuff. <laughs> no, do, do you do you, does your family watch any of your videos? My parents actually do.、Uh, yeah. I think they used to more so than nowadays. They don't really watch it anymore. Yeah.、Um, so you've which is unfortunate.、Worse. Yeah, I know.、Right? In my mind, I'm thinking like I've gotten a little、them. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to comment on my videos. I think、yeah. from the early on, that was really sweet because you know I have like Southeast Asian parents who they don't really believe in this whole artistical pursuits of anything creative.、Mm. Um. Which is kind of ironic because to defy them, I got a fine arts degree as well, and <laughs> so so to get out of here, actually, I have a degree in it. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. So I think it's hilarious that、yeah. they kind of came back around and and support something as、uh, strange as being a woodworker on YouTube. Like, right? What? So yeah, you're like I have a master craftsman degree. Okay, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a master craftsman. <laughs> Basically, I just whittle. Okay, <laughs> university, baby. Yeah.、Uh, what about you, Scott? Any toys that you wish you stir, or not? Doesn't have to be toy, but anything that you had when you were a kid. That... Um. So, this is not really a physical thing, but I think like the the present that made the biggest impact on me the most. I think I'm. So this was for my birthday, but it's close enough to Christmas. We can just group it into Christmas.、Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents got me drum lessons、oh. when I was eight years old, and that's when I like started drumming. And that like that was my favorite gift as a kid, and it's、yeah. still my favorite gift as an adult because I, you know, drumming and music was such a huge part of my life, and it still is.、Yeah. Um, right. You know, it's kind of a non-answer because it's not something physical, but right.、Uh, it was yeah, it was huge for me, and it still is huge. Which pays more, drumming or woodworking? What?、Uh, well,、uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never sold anything as a woodworker.、Um, mm-hmm. Before I went back to school for engineering, I worked、uh, full time in like customer service, and so、yeah. I, I told myself I would never, ever, ever, ever deal with a customer ever again. Right. So I, I refuse basically. I, I don't want to make money off woodworking. Clearly,、yeah. I wanted to make money off content creation, <laughs> right. so I continue to do that. But as long as I don't have to deal with the general public, right? I'm fine. Both of you do fantastic、uh, social media stuff. I mean, your your videos are, are great, entertaining, and informative.、Um, and Suman's like his up close, his fully kind of stuff that you do. I mean, both of you guys top notch. Obviously, use great video equipment and stuff like that.、Uh, so, 
yeah, I can see that. That would make a good career for you. <laughs> <laughs> and drumming can just be the hobby part. Yeah. 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 Uh, mine is a Darth Vader Hot Wheels case. Whoa. But case? What, what's yeah. Case? So, so when when I was little, they used to have these these cases that you would put your Hot Wheels in. And it was in the shape of a Darth Vader helmet. And uh, you, you basically, you, if you fold it up, there's like the helmet. You fold the helmet up. Inside, they're like all displayed there. Apparently, those things are worth a lot of money these days. Oh, wow. but you don't have, you still have it? I don't have it. Yeah. And oh, no. Yeah. So it was, you know, that's one of those like things. And I, I wouldn't necessarily want it for the money because I would want to keep it, right? It's not, it's not yeah. worth anything if you still have it basically is the way that i see it um if you never intend to sell it is what i mean um but it's just something that just reminds me of when i see it like in old movies and stuff like that um i'll catch a glimpse of something like in the hot wheels stuff and i'm like oh it's just something that reminds me of that you know it's basically the age that my son is right now nice so my, yeah. my son is seven and it's just like to see him playing with cars and which he doesn't he plays with video games most of the time now which is yeah. Great. You know, using his imagination, I guess. <laughs> Shooting people at seven, which is great. Yeah, we're teaching them great things. <laughs> I, I built I a lot to... of those model cars as a kid, like the the ones that is came that right? in the, the kits that you snap together. And... My, my brother used to do that. Um, yeah. He had a whole workshop in his closet, basically, like had shelves and stuff like that. And he, so he was just in his closet sniffing the CA glue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that smell. Yeah. yeah. Brings me right back. <clears throat> yep. Comes out with his fingers glued together like, uh. <laughs> You're like, you know, you could use some Starbond debonder for that. <laughs> Wait. I used to, when I thing? came to the States, um, another, I guess, toy story very quickly. But uh, when I came to the States, I, you know, I didn't speak any English at all. And my dad was really adamant about getting me to learn and pick up the language quickly because, you know, in order to go through education here, you kind of need to learn English right. and know English. And obviously the whole reason why they made all of the sacrifices is for me to come here to get a great education. And so he was like, you know, if you can speak English as well as that kid over there, I will buy you a Game Boy Color. This was like the silver edition, oh, you know, back in the day. Yeah. Dude, did I ever be get as motivated? Hello, as my name my <laughs> name is Suman, and I can speak perfectly fluent English. <laughs> so <laughs> excuse that me was... while I play Pokemon Gold. Right, and he's like, yep. "Oh no, no, I I meant the King's English." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Dang it!" <laughs> So, needless to say, I, I did get my Game Boy Color, and that was fantastic. Nice. nice. Yeah. I still, yeah. Did you, get, did you guys ever watch um, Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. Big fan. Did, mm -hmm. did that not yeah. bring you back to, like, the day? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a decade older. but Yeah, it's, it's a little still... bit before my time, but it's still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could still pick up on the nostalgia of it, right? Like, you're more 90s kids, and I'm, I was an 80s kid. Yeah. Um, Technically, I'm I'm a '70s kid because I was born in December of '79. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but you're still an '80s kid. Like I think even yeah. like uh, someone who was born in '75 would have been an '80s kid, right? Like, right. They weren't really like cognizant of the world until the '80s. Right. Yeah. My mother-in-law, she's still I think just 
wants to be trapped in the 80s we, we are constantly making fun of her because she's just like like the hairdo and everything <laughs> no no she she looks very contemporary so not okay. not like that but like when they moved out of their house they had the um they had the cherry blossom tree the pink cherry blossom tree they had the um the couch couches that were uh, pink and blue and things like pastels. that pastels yeah. yeah 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 cindy yeah. lopper going crazy cindy lopper <laughs> <laughs> and every time she you know he will hear a song she's like oh i just love that song you know <laughs> the 80s that was a good time though y'all missed yeah. out well that's it <laughs> i mean 90, the 90s was pretty good 90s was all boy bands wow now, they're alternative rock come on it's yeah like my wife is born in 85 and so she's she's all about the boy bands you know the yeah 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 you know <laughs> you got to get a little jt every once in a while right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all it, you have to be in sync or backstreet boys or something there, there's a couple others but yeah this this little band called the backstreet boys no one's ever yeah. heard of them yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> has been I'm more of an all for one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Favorite, uh, fa- uh, favorite Christmas movie? I'm going to say Christmas Story. <clears throat> ah, classic. Like the one, that's the one, sorry, that's the one like you'll shoot your eye out, kid, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. That one. Love that one. Yeah. The Red Rider. Yeah. That's Interesting. A so one. for me, I, I, so I'm not a huge. Uh, You're not in the Christmas, Christmas. yeah, holiday. No, holiday. But but I will say though, so, you know, like Home Alone. When it, I don't know when it came out exactly, but I know when I watched it, I didn't speak English, and oh. then I slowly like rewatched it over the years because they would play it on TV like every year, pretty much, right? right? And mm-hmm. I kind of like picked up more and more information about it, and so I guess in theory, how to stop a burglar? Yeah, that's that's kind of my Christmas movie. But um, Die Hard also would be. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching another podcast. Um, I was watching the guys from Sadist Nation podcast, and they were doing a little bit of this the holiday thing um, this this last week, and uh, they asked this this question. That's where I was like, oh, I should I should ask these guys that. Um, so giving them credit where credit is due for this question. Um, and my answer, because uh, I was, I'm a Patreon of theirs, and um, so I was commenting on. I said, "Die Hard," you know. And there's a lot of contention. It's like, is Die Hard a really, uh, really a Christmas movie? I'm like, yeah, absolutely, it's a Christmas 100%. movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas action movie. Yeah, yeah. actually, been a while since I've seen it, but I think actually on Christmas Day, uh, myself and my girlfriend Rachel, we're gonna watch Die Hard. I think we, we've already discussed yeah. this, it. and it's gonna happen. Uh, Phil works oh. says in the chat Christmas vacation. That's another good one. That's uh, um, the, um, with what's his name, right? Um, um, Chubby Chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's yeah, been a while a since I've seen that one, but I I remember some scenes. Yeah, <laughs> this is where I get to use my sensor button. It, you, the guy says that the <laughs> is full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I use Scott, I use the bleep button just so that way I don't get flagged on any of the. I could say it's not explicit content. You're on we, the we ball. T- we toe the line. <laughs> we toe the line. <laughs> Scott, which Die Hard movie are you planning on watching? The original first, the first one? one. Or... Yeah, the first okay. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely the best one, and it's definitely the most Christmas feel good, like family friendly movie. You know. Yeah. There's also the <laughs> family <one>. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice wholesome entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> so wholesome. <laughs> Gives you all the fuzzies. 
<laughs> it's got a lot of ho 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 and bloody gore. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's family yeah. friendly. That's There's right. that new David Harbour movie uh, that I want to see too. I think it's a Christmas movie, a, a, a take on Die Hard, but it's not actually Die Hard. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that one. No, it's just it's in theaters right now. I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to the movies in a long time. Yeah, Same. I rarely go. And yeah, I'm kind of tempted to go out for at the new Avatar movie just because the original was like such a visually compelling thing to see. Right. Not to like, yeah, story. So I, both of you are creators, so you probably like a lot of those epic movies, like I do. Right. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I'm not an epic movie fan. When I oh. saw Avatar, I was like. What was the big deal? This was Pocahontas. I'm sorry, but oh. you know, unpopular okay. opinion. But like, yeah. I, I don't know why people were crying over that back in the day. That was a long time ago now, right? That was in 2009. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. James I love all the movies like, again. like Chronicles of Narnia and stuff like that. That you know, just just kind of take you somewhere else rather than just, I don't know, very inspirational type movies to me. Yeah, for me, I, I really find a lot of appreciation for uh, the visual effects and pushing the boundaries of what is possible at that time. Right. And I think, interestingly, I mean, not to get too into it, but James Cameron certainly pushes the envelope when it comes to the available technology to bring yeah. his visions to life. I mean, the storytelling is kind of basic and pedantic, to, in my opinion, but the visuals, though, is really, really great. And yeah. so I tend to go there to for the visuals mostly and, and the experience of watching something like that. Yeah. So that, that brings me to a question, non-holiday related, but who, who inspires you guys in your content creation? I, I know you guys talk uh, to each other quite a bit and Suman writes all of your videos, Scott, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I I made a recommendation on his script. I think was it yesterday or this morning? Scott? Oh I my forget. god! Yeah, and he was just like, he was just like, dude, I'm not taking that recommendation. I'm like, all right, <laughs> hey, if you want your video to fail, that's fine. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> we we argue a lot about things that go in scripts. Uh, a I lot. Think, yeah. So yeah. I think earlier on, like maybe two years ago, we would try to really hone in and help each other, but because. Each one of us have found our own voice and our own way of doing things. Mm -hmm. We're less and less useful in the minutia and the details of it. But mm -hmm. from the big picture view is what we tend to, I think, agree on the most. As soon as we get into the details of each other's scripts, I think we're both, like, we're all like, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not doing giving that. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, so yeah. Con conceptually, do you, I, I imagine that you consume, are, are you a big consumer of content? Definitely. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so do you, do you look outside the niche? 100%. For... Okay. 100%. Yeah, I don't even look in the niche anymore. Like okay. I, I watch what That's how you videos. say it in Canada. Yeah. Up here it's niche. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got, I got, I bet you haven't heard that. I bet you haven't heard that Canadian joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I, okay. So some things do inspire me in the woodworking community. I love, um, cam from blacktail studio his titles and thumbnails are probably oh, the yeah. best in mm -hmm. our mm -hmm. space um so i constantly look to him for inspiration on titles and thumbnails especially and john too like john's average view counts is one of the highest in our Insane. space as well um so for having like I'm, 10 videos out it's yeah he's, he's yeah. crushing it i'm yeah. very oh, lucky yeah. uh to have him as a friend and someone mm -hmm. who helps me a lot um but outside the youtube space tons of people like mark rober's storytelling is amazing um, yeah. you know, 
watching Mr. Beast is just inspiring. I'm not going to do anything right. like Mr. Beast, but just watching right. the empire that he's created is just truly inspiring. And then, you know, I watched him on, on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. Yeah. And he basically, he gives away everything. He reinvests everything. Yep. He's like, I don't, what do I, what would I need the money for? And I'm like going, you idiot. Like <laughs> put some, now he does, he does invest. Um, he, yeah. he, he invests, but I mean, most of his money goes to back into the business yeah mm -hmm. which is crazy and he has like a dozens of employees now too it's just yes yeah. I, I think he has like triple digit employee count at this point right he does say that it fluctuates but generally speaking he's he's as a rolling employee count of over 100 yeah. um if i if i remember correctly but also on top of that i think he also mentioned in one of the podcasts or uh, talk shows that there was a company that offered him a little over a billion dollars to buy mm -hmm. out his you know production house and all of his branding and everything and he was like no um right which makes sense because if you really think about how much presence he has among all of his channels and brands and everything it really is worth more than a billion dollars mm -hmm. uh in the grand scheme of things so he's absolutely right but somebody did the math uh i watched a youtube video that that did the math and and said that it would it doesn't it's not even a fraction of what his channel is right. really worth totally yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. lot more money in youtube than people so really if he ever for. wants to call it quits and just be like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I had a baby. I need to focus on that life. I can't be in doing these crazy, you know, videos, the challenges and stuff like that. He could, yeah. but I, I mean, right. I have a feeling that he's never going to let this down. He's gonna keep making videos like this until he's ninety, because right. um, the dude's just so motivated and passionate about what he does. Yeah. Uh, which that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like for me there's very few things i find that strong of a motivation for um i would say my family is probably one of them mm -hmm. and i can't even say about my day job career like it's good i like it i enjoy it but i don't feel nearly as passionate as he does about any single thing right yeah so scott i know i cut you off you were you were i think you were naming a couple more probably of um, your inspirations yeah i'm think um within the woodworking community again um are really inspired by Brad, uh, fix this, build that Brad, mm -hmm. uh, with how kind of wide of an audience he's gone to recently. Mm -hmm. I've discovered DIY perks, never heard about him before until recently. I don't know how he's, mm -hmm. he's, he has a huge channel. He's not really like woodworking per se. He's, he's a maker, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and I'm kind of inspired about how wide reaching, uh, these guys are. And yeah. it's, it's something that I've been thinking really long and hard about over the past, uh, two or three weeks if if i want to take my channel in a wider direction or just stay within the niche of woodworking um so is we'll it the see. content or, or is it is it the way that they do their videos or what what about it appeals to you um well it's it's what appeals to me honestly is their high view counts <laughs> yeah it's yeah. It, you know I'm, i i want to build a very strong business and i want to reach as many people as i can if that's vain it's vain i'm i'm, I'm fine with that you know it's a business yeah. yeah so you know i'm thinking long and hard about where my channel is going and i haven't made any concrete decisions yet but i am warming up to the idea of uh going wider uh like these channels focus <laughs> focus yeah. <laughs> yeah my camera goes out of focus if i if i bend out of the frame for a second it just goes crazy on me you need like a little dummy head behind you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i gotta recenter I, my camera it's i yeah. would echo more or less uh what 
Scott mentioned, I think that the folks that are big in our space are certainly inspiring for different reasons. You know, I would look up to Cam from Blacktail Studio for his mm -hmm. storytelling, actually, because he builds more or less the same thing every time, if you really think about it. And so the compelling elements of his video is really not the build. It's about the stories that he tells along the way and the jokes that he's got that he's kind of like you know, he pushes the boundaries of like how to make fun of his uh, viewers in a way, which is kind of interesting. Right. Um, because he'll take a comment that somebody said and he'll just like build on it. Um, and so that element of it is very, very compelling. Obviously, the dude is amazing at title and thumbnails to get through, to get views and clicks and everything. Um, then you've got somebody like who is an old school person like Matthias Wendell, who I respect that guy for his creative ingenuity. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example. I think he was doing a joint test and I've gotten, I'm getting more and more into a testing realm of things in woodworking, or at least in my mind, <laughs> I have only put one video out on that topic. So he did, I think he had a bathroom scale to check, to, to do the, the test on the strength of a joint uh, with like a threaded nut or something to just push up onto it. And because the joint was stronger than the capacity of his uh, bathroom scale, he's like, I'm going to use a lever arm and reduce the power by a factor of three. Huh. Yeah. Think about that. You know what I would do? I would go out and buy a tool that has a new range. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the fact that he does something like that is incredibly inspiring because it's approachable. It's comprehensive for folks. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't overcomplicate something. Even if he could, he chooses deliberately to not overcomplicate things. Right. While still giving a glimpse of his mind, which is obviously complex and fascinating. Yeah. Um, so people like that are certainly inspiring uh, for those reasons. And then there's the bigger scope of YouTube and entertainment and how to capture attention. Uh, mm -hmm. So there, there's a lot to learn from everybody, really, big and small. Mm -hmm. Um and it's amazing because sometimes we'll look at a smaller channel and we'll say, like between the three of us, we'll say, ooh, that person has potential. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a couple of months go by and, hey, those yep. potentials yep. come to fruition. You can kind of, by looking at it that way and analyzing a smaller channel to see if they're going to grow or not, you can see the elements of what it takes for a channel to be successful. And for me, it's taken a long time to get to a point where I understand that concept and how I can apply it in my channel. Mm -hmm. I still haven't gotten there yet, and I have plenty of ways to go, but I think I kind of get it now. So, yeah, yeah. You t I take inspiration for everything and, and everything, uh, every channel is out there. Do you guys uh, watch Peter McKinnon at all? Yeah, I love watching mm -hmm. Peter. I, yeah. I look, so I have a, a select few YouTubers who I watch just for their personality and on-camera presence. Yeah. It's something that I take very seriously. Mm -hmm. um, talking to camera is not natural. It's just no. like no one's good at it. You just have to put in the work, and you have to right. do it. Uh, over and over and over again and you have to think critically about how you can improve talking to camera and it, mm -hmm. I do it all the time it's one of my number one things that I think about is how do I appear the most authentic and how do I appear the most approachable and how do I appear like I could be anyone's best friend I don't know if I'm any good at it but it's something that I think about a lot Peter McKinnon is like Nails one it. of my number one um, inspirations because he's so natural on camera you just he just talks and you're like oh man yeah. I could be this guy's best friend <laughs> everyone who watches this video wants to be his best friend mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're like, and, I just watched 30 minutes on an iPhone 13 reveal or iPhone 14 reveal or something like yeah. that. And you're like, and it feels like, like you could still watch another 30 minutes. Yeah, because it's like you're hanging yeah. out. Right. And and on that front, like uh, MKVHD, Marquez uh, Bromley, 
Dude's amazing. Mm. Um, so you've got folks like that who are so good in front of the camera and so comfortable. Obviously, they're that good because it's a practiced skill. They right. understand the mechanics and the art of that practice skill, and they execute it to a very, very high level. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm working on is uh, being a compelling storyteller. Because mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person, I have a scientific analytic mind. I'll just tell you what it is. Right. I don't like the whole concept of like carrying <laughs> a string through to keep you looped in throughout that entire story and then tying it full circle at the end. Right. I'm not good at that. But... It does take that level uh, to yeah. be able to keep an engaged audience on a video format like this. And so that's certainly something that I'm working on instead of just saying, here's the information. This right. is what I think and yeah. not keep it going, you know? Well, I think so, Peter's one of those people who can defy the rules of YouTube because if you and I post a video and we're dormant for 10 seconds, we've lost an entire audience. But someone like him, he could it could just be a static scene, and he could just be conveying through his his eyes, his emotions, something, and it keeps you there. Like, what's he gonna say? What's he, you know? But for and maybe it's a niche thing, uh, maybe it's his niche or whatever. But I'm not in his niche, niche for those of you north of the border. Um, but yet he still just he he captivates you to to continue watching, and. You know, like if if I do a 10 second shot of me thinking like, hmm, how am I going to do this? Like I would lose my entire audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would lose all 200 views. <laughs> my um, my YouTube audience, I'm not monetized yet. And uh, my, my YouTube uh, audience is much smaller than than the both of you. But I mean, I don't I don't really have much of an audience on YouTube. Uh to, to be quite honest, I mean, those, this last week has been, I think, where I've seen some growth, but mm -hmm. um, we'll see where that goes. But no, I, I agree with you. I and mean, we have to be conscientious of uh, how we present ourselves. And I think it's so much harder for mm -hmm. someone like us to carve a space because people are not forgiving. It's kind right. of like this. I tend to think of this as like the concept of if you don't know how to drive a car and you're on the road for the first time and you're being cautious, everybody else don't know that. And they're just going to get angry at you because you're not driving properly and you're not minding the rules and, and the you know commonly practiced uh, concepts. It's kind of the same thing here. Mm -hmm. You're in that same space with the likes of Peter McKinnon, uh, Marquez Bromley and everybody. You're in the same space and you're trying to compete for those same eyeballs, for the same attention. They have decades of experience and at this point, a competitive advantage because they have editors, finances, they have all of these things that they've built up slowly over time. And we have to compete in that space. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. It's tough to make it, really. Um, and so I think we have to be creative and, and we have to uh, put in that much more um, effort before clicking the press button and the publish button. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys, um, going back to, I know you guys talk quite a bit um, about, you know, uh, probably a wide variety of things, but do you strategize on, um, you know, we should all kind of do a video in this same genre or this same idea concept or anything like that? So they no. can play off each other? No. Um, I think we're all, this sounds really bad, but we're all pretty anti-collaboration. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not that we don't want to be hanging out with people. Like we, we want to meet and talk to people, but I, it's more like 
a collabs is like it's a really hard thing to pull off mm-hmm. that's going to be beneficial for both parties like mm-hmm. like what do you like as woodworkers the natural inclination is okay let's just get together and work on a project together okay that's fine do you both make a video on it and you both release the video at the same time mm-hmm. uh the audience is going to choose one video and not the other and mm-hmm. so the the video that they're probably going to choose is probably going to be the bigger creators because they're going to have more clout than the smaller creator. So, so you don't think that that if if both of you released a video on the same thing, if you were like uh, hand planes or something like that, that that you might become a suggested view for somebody who's not following you. Uh, for me, that's a hard hard no. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason for it is I, I think Scott has a very different approach to how he uh, produces, you know, woodworking content. Mm-hmm. I have no approach in getting to an approach at this point. And John has always had a very consistent approach from the first three videos he published at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very different. And as a result, I mean, we were even talking, I think throughout the years, we were talking about like, hey, if we ever did a collab, what would it look like? And we basically decided that it wouldn't look like anything worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would watch this crap. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> it, it just, we're just very different people. In, yeah. um, and I think that's a good thing. I, yeah. I joked, I think I tried to summarize how the three of us are. And um, the best summary that I can think of, and I know Scott has heard this before, John is the spark notes of woodworking. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. I am trying to be the scientist of woodworking. That's the direction that I'm going to take it into. And Scott is the fun substitute teacher of woodworking. (laughs) I like that. I can see that. And so we we try to stay in our lanes in that regard, support and cultivate each other uh, and motivate each other. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, any type of collaboration that we would do would invariably be a very bad one. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I understand what you're asking, though, about like if we all produce a video on dust collection, then people are going to want to watch consecutively our videos. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's maybe it's a little too deep for me. I, I've never really thought about that before, honestly. Yeah. I mean, because I think the, the the way that I tend to think of it is. YouTube is going to figure this out, what that piece of content is. And if it's worthwhile in its own merit, it'll it'll ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say, with the exception of even the last video was an experimental tester video for me on this new direction of my channel, uh, even though that performed pretty well for, for what I expected, which is a good sign because that means, okay, I can lean forward in that and double down on it. Um, but generally speaking, let YouTube do its thing. It knows very well how to tell you if you're doing a good job or not right i think overall the decision process for me at least of what the what the topic of the video is going to be is very simple just what's going to apply to the most people as possible and what are people going to click on basically Mm -hmm. like yeah you know in woodworking people everyone has to sand it's just a, it's a everything that everyone has to do. Unfortunately, but no one likes yeah. sanding. So if you make a <laughs> yeah. video on sanding, it chances are, statistically speaking, is probably not going to do that well. Now, right. John has made a good video on sanding. I don't think I'm ever going to make a video on sanding because I don't know if I can do it justice because right. it's very difficult to make uh, such a boring thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very difficult to make that something that someone's going to want to click on, right? Yeah. So you know, my next video is about joinery. 
and it's all about joinery systems, dowels, dominoes, pocket screws, and what was the other one? I forget. But like it's it's so, taking that, away points. That yeah, <laughs> good one. I I, I failed the Scott Sumon's new winner. <laughs> yep. We were pretty close, so no. <laughs> yeah. I was just waiting for it. We can end the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, basically, it's just what something that I know people want to know about, and as many yeah. people as I can. Yeah. And I think one of the one of the great things about Scott's approach is. He's going to talk about a wider topic that appeals to more woodworkers. Most of them tends to be in the beginning mindset, but anybody watching that does woodworking can take something away from it. Uh, and I think he's very deliberate with that, right? So even if he's talking about something like using construction lumber to uh, build a piece of furniture, um, there, are, there are points in there that he makes that is very much relevant to somebody who's been woodworking for a long time. And so right. he tries to capture this breath while having a... Um, a, a little bit more gravity on one side, which tends to be towards the beginning woodworker um, and perhaps intermediary woodworker. But that's that's his shtick. Yeah. John is basically, I'm going to summarize everything and you're going to find my information value per unit of second. It's going to be the most information-packed thing you're going to get. And yeah. people find value in that, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's and his tagline is, no BS, Right. right? Mm-hmm. And he knows that it, he the dude gets branding, right? He does that for a living, so he understands yeah. that. Um, so it, it's kind of like that for me. I I'm, I'm thinking that all of the things that you or somebody who's into woodworking has thought about as um, hmm, I wonder how that works. I'm going to put some hard numbers on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test the crap out of it and put some hard numbers on it because then. Even if you don't care about that particular joinery or that particular thing, concept or whatever, it's going to be interesting to learn about it anyway. And so it becomes relevant to a beginner as well as to an advanced woodworker because it's like, hmm, I kind of want to know how that works, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So one of the next videos that I'm working on is uh, the concept of stropping dulls your blade faster than just sharpening it. And most people strop. I'm going to give you some numbers that stropping is a bad thing. And if you're into woodworking, like it applies to just about everybody unless right. you do just like, you know, hard power tool stuff. And so that's kind of our approach. And it, you can see why we don't get into the weeds of each other's scripts anymore. Right. Um, because we, we approach it in such a different way. Yeah. How did your uh, video do... Um, your controversial video on threaded inserts... <laughs> I, you know, it, it seems very controversial and it is to some regard. Um, mm-hmm. It's doing well. I mean, so I think it's at a hundred thousand views uh, nice. in, in like um, five, six days or so. That's cool. really good for my channel, uh, for yeah. the size of my channel. And so I'm really happy with it because it, it was a proof of concept for me, even though the style of the editing, the, the concepts of it, the way I presented the information was very different from how I've done my videos in the past. Yeah. Um, but it's actually, it has a framework of how I'm going to structure all of the other videos and what my workflow is going to be. Most people watching a, a YouTube video doesn't really understand what workflow means to a creator, right? Like right. workflow is so important. In order for you to be able to put out content, workflow needs to make sense and it needs to be efficient so that you can actually put out content. Um and so I've got a structure now that I can follow that template, so to speak. Kind of like a sitcom. They all have the same template that they create up front, and you just yeah. kind of rinse and repeat different concepts into it. Same thing. 
Um, so this was a good proof of concept for that uh, that structure and the concept. And I'm just going to rinse and repeat it, see how it does. If it does well, great. If it doesn't, I need to revisit and think about how I can improve it. Yeah, so and what I think I... once you once you get in dialed into something like that, then people know what they're coming to see. Yeah. So right now, my uh, my banner says woodworking jigs and fixtures. Soon enough, after I put maybe two more videos out, it's going to be woodworking period tested period. That's it. Oh. Nice. I like that. And Suman, Friends, the sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get, That's you what know. I got from that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or cheers. <laughs> hey. Right. That's good. Well, uh, I think we're running uh, short on time. Um, but, you know, I would love to have each one of you back uh, for, an, you know, maybe a one-on-one -on -one type of episode kind of thing um, at some point if you guys are up, open for that. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. It's, Thanks for having it's, us, Matt. It, it's, been a, it's been a blast uh, doing our holiday hangout. Um, sorry that John couldn't join us, and I'm equally sorry that we didn't poke as many jokes as I intended on poking. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I mean, he wouldn't even find out because he has no power. Like, you right. wouldn't know what we're saying. <laughs> it would have been too late. You know, what would have been great is if we see him, like, watching. You're like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I've honestly done that to Scott and John. There would be times when they would say, like, hey, uh, we're going to do a live stream. Like, okay, I can't join because I'm doing X, Y, Z. And yeah. then they hop on. And I'm they like, pop oh, on. crap. And then I pop on to see what they're doing. And eventually, it invariably leads me to joining in as well. Right. Yeah. It's always when you're out sitting on the toilet or something, you know, they're like, no, I don't want to join right now. <laughs> I, I thought I clicked no. <laughs> Every time it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Most content consumed on the toilet. <laughs> it's the most popular seat for YouTube. <laughs> Just think about that next time you're making a video. It's more of an <laughs> Instagram the thing the toilet, for me. Toilet gram. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that's how it goes. <laughs> it I find that when I put the most effort into a video, that's the ones that that I get flushed. You know, the Literally. ones that yeah, and then the ones that you know take you 7 seconds to shoot something quick, those the ones that do the best. Agreed. I I think uh, there's some level of um if it's overproduced, people don't seem to like it as much. Yeah, I think it's, it's an advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I haven't had too much luck with uh, like the the stuff that has been most successful for me, uh, at least on Instagram, has been the stuff that I've just shot on my phone. If I bring mm. out my proper camera and shoot it and edit it on Premiere Pro and then put it out there, it's it's going to do poorly. That's that's right. a sure sign that it's going to yeah. do poorly, um, with a few exceptions. But yeah, I agree with you completely with that sentiment. Yeah. Well, um, I, I do want to thank our patrons for this, uh, for being patrons of, of the Maker Lounge podcast. Uh, we've got a few different uh, rock star patrons, top tier patrons, Jimmy McAnally, Matthew Arciano Sirio, uh, Victor with Wim Design, Justin with Calvary Customs, and several others. Uh, if you want to get in on the action in Patreon, a lot of the times we do after shows and uh, we've got a, a whole Discord channel where we talk about different things, ideas for podcasts and uh, guests and things like that. So if you're interested in being a Patreon, 
member, you can go to patreon.com slash Maker Lounge Podcast. Uh, make sure that you are following Maker Lounge Podcast on Instagram at Maker Lounge Podcast. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe uh, button. Suman, where can people find you? Uh, it is Woodcraft by Suman on Instagram and YouTube. Perfect. Scott? It's Scott Walsh, my name, on YouTube. And I don't really use my Instagram that much. <laughs> if you, you want to follow me, that's fine. But don't expect great things there. That's where he shares he, the stories of his DeWalt Traxa. Right. Yeah. Still not here. <laughs> you nope. should do a daily update. <laughs> That'll be the saddest thing ever. Yeah. 365 days series. of waiting. <laughs> Longest Christmas ever. You're on the 13th day of Christmas. <laughs> my track style still didn't show up. And there's your outro, folks. There you uh, go. <laughs> I knew I'd get him to sing. <laughs> And I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking. You can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Voltner Woodworking, all one word. Um, and I tell people don't follow me on TikTok because it's just reposts of my Instagram content. <laughs> and I actually haven't probably logged into TikTok in a month. So I don't even know what's going on over there right now. <laughs> it's minty fresh. Right, exactly. So thank you guys. Appreciate you being on for this holiday. Uh, episode and i wish you the best in the coming new year um hopefully you've got i was gonna even ask it but it seems like uh anticlimactic at this point if you have big dreams and, and hopes for the for 2023 but if you can summarize it in one sentence what is 2023 what's your goal you go first um, well, I, Scott's going to definitely get there if that is his goal. But for me, uh, a goal is going to be getting a silver play button. Nice. Uh, my goal is to um, go full time. Nice. That's a good goal. Yeah. Um, mine's to get monetized. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it. Yeah, we have the it's we're like the three uh, bears, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to hit uh, stop on the recording. Um, thank you for everybody who has paid uh, or who's been doing the um, comments in on the YouTube. I haven't been kind of watching that as much. I've been listening to what these guys are saying, but appreciate you guys uh, chiming in there. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. And Bye. a Suman in a pear tree. <laughs> we got this. Let's just stop it there. Perfect. <laughs> have a wonderful holiday season, everybody. Yeah. We're heading into the Patreon after show where we have a deeper dive into the conversation of content creation with Scott and Suman. If you want to watch the after show, go to patreon.com slash maker lounge podcast and sign up on any level. I hope you have a happy new year and please take a moment to leave a review of this podcast as you hit subscribe. Thanks.